0: Comics. TV. Movies. Video games. And more. The Comic and Culture Cast.
1: Holy Josh isn't here, so I get to say this line, Batman. It's time for the Comic and Culture
2: Cast. This is Les, your Marvelous Marvel guy.
1: And I'm your Loremaster, Brad.
2: Alright, so before we get into the episode, we just want to send our love, prayers, and thoughts to Kobe Bryant's family and friends, as well as everyone else that we lost in the helicopter crash. Uh, pop culture is so much bigger than movies, video games, TV, and comics. Sports also play a huge part. Um, Kobe Bryant was a legendary athlete in person, and it's heartbreaking that, uh, that he died so young. Um, Bradley, anything you wanna want to add?
1: um yeah for sure i mean i i'm a huge sports fan as well as Mm -hmm. being a pop culture fan i played baseball basketball soccer through growing up and Mm -hmm. kobe bryant was a really big kind of part of that i started started watching basketball when i was really young because my dad and kobe bryant played for i think i think his first season i was like three but i Mm -hmm. got a small little baby jersey when i was younger that says Bryant on the back number eight and so, yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear. I, yeah. th- I thought it was a joke when my brother first told me about it. I was like, oh, it's probably just one of those. Yeah, like, I thought it was a hoax, too. Yeah.
2: I, I couldn't believe it.
1: But, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Kobe, uh, Gianna, and then mm-hmm. the Altobelli family and yeah. all of the people who lost. It's just a heartbreaking situation.
0: Yeah.
2: All right. So... We just want, yeah, we wanted to kind of pay that tribute to him. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Star Wars. Josh isn't here, but it's it's all right because we have three people now, so we don't all have to be here for every single episode. Uh, we're going to be sp- talking specifically about the sequel trilogy. Um, we might go kind of share our thoughts on the entire Skywalker saga as a whole, but we're going to kind of try and keep it focused on the on the sequel trilogy. Before we get into, into any of that, we have Newsflash. Do you want to set the timer, or do you want me to set it, uh, and then I guess the other person can explain it? Yeah, I'll set the timer, go ahead and start. All right, all right, so I'll, I'll explain what Newsflash is. Basically, we have 15 minutes to get through all the news that has happened since the last episode. Uh, any news that we don't get to will either be on the uh, Facebook page, uh, which we'll talk more about later, or we'll save it for uh, next episode. Okay,
0: sure.
2: No worries. <laughs> my
1: mic like my mic like fell forward, so there might be a random <laughs> bump in there. Sorry about that. All right, so I've got the time ready. Cool. All right,
2: I'm ready.
0: Whenever you're All good. Ready, set, go.
2: All right, so I'll start with Marvel news. Uh, Captain Marvel two was a um, is in development. Uh, WandaVision writer Megan McDonald. Has been, on, has been brought on to write the script. Uh, Anna Boden and Ryan Fleck, who directed the uh, first Captain Marvel film, are not expected to return. Uh, Marvel is reportedly targeting a 2022 release date uh, for Captain Marvel 2. Uh, next Marvel news, uh, Marvel will not be moving forward with Howard the Duck and Tiger and Dazzler animated shows for Hulu. Uh, MODOK and Hitmonkey are still in development, but the Offenders crossover uh, is not going to happen. Uh, finally, the Falcon and Winter Soldier release date has been reportedly moved up to August 2020. So that's I'm really excited for that show. So that, that's really good news for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for it as well. I yeah. love I love the Winter Soldier. He's one of my favorite Marvel characters, and so I'm actually, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, it's gonna be um, awesome. I don't have any Marvel specific news, but I'll go with this one because it kind of goes along with it. Um, uh, Altered Carbon. Uh, season two starts February twenty seventh. Uh, I really mm-hmm. loved the first season; it was a great show. Yeah, that was I, good. I loved it. Um, but this season, the main character is played by Anthony Mackie, who also plays Falcon. So, um, so I'm super excited for it. It looks uh, I've heard really good things. I loved the first season, and I hope it goes well. Um, Picard aired on January twenty third. Currently, it's scored an eight point or four point eight out of five with audiences. IMDb has it uh, scored as an eight point seven out of ten. And Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 90%. Um, nice. I have not watched the first episode yet, so I'm looking forward to uh, catching up and watching that first one. Um, also, The Outsiders aired January 12th, and I wanted to mention this earlier in the year, but I, fu- I forgot to. Um, I'm a huge fan of it. I've enjoyed most of the episodes. It's based on the Stephen King novel, uh, by this the best-selling novel by the same name. Um, it has a 4.6 out of 5 audience rating, a 9 out of 10 on IMDb, and a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes.
2: Nice. Uh, one quick thing I want to add in with, the um, I think, because Picard is exclusive to CBS All Access, right? Uh, yes. Is it? I think. Because I, th- I read somewhere that, like, um, you can watch, even if you don't have CBS All Access, you can still check out the first episode. So uh, if you don't have it, maybe, you know, if you want to check out the first episode, check it out. Maybe if you want to keep watching, you know, get a subscription or something. But, um, yeah, curious to check out that. I haven't ch- checked that either, but yeah um all right so i'll get on to my uh, gaming news uh dying light 2 uh got delayed as part of the I, what i call the delay apocalypse now yeah. uh it was originally going to come out in spring of this year didn't have a concrete release date but now it's been delayed no release window now i'm suspecting maybe that maybe they're delaying it so it can come on next gen maybe but uh this is the theory i have uh, if you pre-ordered final fantasy 7 remake directly from square enix you, I guess, have to confirm your pre-order by February 28th, I guess, to, like, check your email or something. Uh, this is a result of the game being delayed. If you don't confirm your pre-order, your pre-order will get canceled. I don't know, like, why that ended up happening, but it is what it is. Uh, there is also a brand new trailer for Final, C- Final Fantasy Seven Remake, so make sure to check that out. Um, and then Respawn has unveiled Revenant, who is the newest uh, legend coming to Apex Legends. Uh, there's a new trailer out, so go check that out. It looks really cool. Uh, Apex Legends Season 4 Assimilation will begin on February 4th, which is just two days from now. So we're recording on February
0: 2nd, by the way, so you guys know. But yeah.
1: Yeah. So my movie update is kind of short. Uh, this is more for um, fans of horror movies, because I mean, we've talked about a lot of the pop culture stuff coming out in February, mm-hmm. um, but I'm a big horror movie fan as well. So I don't know how many people out there are also. Uh, but the new Blumhouse movie, Fantasy Island, which looks really interesting to me, comes out Valentine's Day, February 14th. Um, Brahms The Boy 2 which obviously is the sequel to The Boy comes out February 21st and The Invisible Man um, remake slash new kind of story version releases on February 28th as well or February 21st for The Boy, February 28th for The Invisible Man
2: Which one are you most excited for out of those three?
1: Um I don't know, I've really liked the trailer for The Invisible Man, but the idea behind mm-hmm. Fantasy Island seems really interesting to yeah, me. Yeah,
2: it does seem interesting. So, yeah.
1: I can't, I, I don't know. I, probably Fantasy Island, <laughs> just because, I mean, The Invisible Man is always super interesting, and I know it's kind of the beginning mm-hmm. to the dark multiverse, or maybe it's not the beginning, I think that was The Mummy with Tom Cruise. But they're trying to make mm-hmm. that dark universe of movies with, like, The Invisible Man, The Invisible Woman, The Mummy, and all those things, so um, so probably Fantasy Island for of those three.
2: that's cool um all right so for those looking to grab uh copies of frozen 2 uh that movie is coming out digitally february 11th and on blu-ray and in 4k february 25th uh knives out is going to be released digitally february 7th and then on blu-ray and on 4k on february 25th same day as frozen 2 so make sure to keep those on your calendar um I'll just do my Star Wars uh, real quick since that was pretty fast. Um, Production on the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney Plus has been put on hold. Uh, According to reports, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy is not happy with the scripts. Uh, The show hasn't been officially canceled, but the production, production team was sent home. Um, so kind of some sad news there I know a lot of people are looking forward yeah, to I'm, Obi-Wan Kenobi especially I was really excited I'm for hoping, it too, but... I'm hoping
1: they don't cancel it I'm hoping this break yeah. is just to allow the writers to go over the script and all the ideas again and then bring everybody back because I mean so many yeah. people are looking forward to this show
2: yeah um, also the final season of Star Wars The Clone Wars uh, it's going to start on February 21st on Disney Plus uh, a trailer has dropped so make sure to go check that out uh, really excited for that can't wait for that it's going to be awesome
1: yeah I can't wait for The Clone Wars either. it's yeah. a great show Um, So, my gaming news for this coming up uh, month is uh, WB Montreal may be working on a new Batman game. Um, They've posted a couple of vague images on their uh, social media. One's of the Gotham City Police Department badge, and the other is a logo that looks fairly similar to the uh, symbol for the Court of Owls. Um, They haven't officially announced anything yet, uh, but I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that it is a new Batman game.
2: They're teasing us too much, man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, give me a trailer. <laughs>
1: uh, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizon are both being released on March 20th. I'm a huge Doom fan. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a couple of my friends talk about how I should buy the new Animal Crossing since I have the Switch, but I mean, Do- like Doom Eternal is the priority when it comes to those two yeah. games. And then um, Joker has officially been added to the Mortal Kombat 11 lineup. Uh, he's been played a bit, fairly lopsided reviews there's people who absolutely hate him and there's people who absolutely love him and then there's people who won't play him because he doesn't look like Joker <laughs> and so but uh from what I've seen he looks like a really interesting character a lot of his lines are funny he makes references to um Mortal Kombat versus DC um just a bunch of cool. stuff so uh, yeah so he got released officially
2: nice all right and so um the Super Bowl which is happening today happening about an hour from now um, We've gotten a few um, TV spots or commercials for some of the movies that are coming out. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, Mulan, A Quiet Place Part 2, they all released kind of um, short little 30-second trailers, so go check that out. Also, Fast and Furious 9 released its full full official trailer. It's like four minutes long. It's ridiculous. Uh, So go check that out if you're interested in that. I'm sure we'll get another Fast and Furious something at the Super Bowl today, so um but this is just the start uh next episode we'll have kind of the full list of movies that we saw at the super bowl yeah i um, i
1: really like the trailer it was it, I, it was cool i know they're getting yeah they're getting really far into the fast and the furious movies i mean this one's nine which is kind of crazy yeah. um but a lot of the surprises a lot of the
2: yeah a lot of surprises characters they're bringing yeah. back
1: and stuff like that um they uh i know the one person in the trailer that a lot of people missed was a I forget his name, but the actor who was the main from Tokyo Drift, in Tokyo Drift, yeah, the main one, the the southern. I I,
2: I didn't, I totally did not notice him yeah, until I saw, saw an like article that, about that, it, and that, I was
1: like, I saw what? The, the short like snippet, and then I rewound it to watch it in slow motion. Yeah, and it was like, oh, they're bringing him back, and so yeah. yeah, so I'm super excited for that. It looks really good.
2: Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they're I'm glad they're bringing back um, bringing back because I actually really like Tokyo Drift, yeah. but I don't like yeah, I don't like cool. the
1: rumors about the whole like brian coming back thing i don't know if you've heard about those yeah where they, might, they might take his brothers who helped them with the end of the one movie yeah I, I'm,
0: not a, I'm not i'm not a big,
1: big fan, a fan of that as, like yeah. they, they're doing something something similar with like james dean where they're gonna like cre- mm. they're gonna create james dean for a role in a movie and i'm like why would you do this yeah this seems unnecessary weird. yeah but um all right so i'll stop the timer
2: nice oh wait this just in this just, no, I'm just in. <laughs> all right uh yeah so we're gonna talk about star wars this episode this episode is totally dedicated to the new trilogy um obviously there's gonna be spoilers so i'm gonna go ahead and say uh spoiler warning right here
0: warning warning spoilers incoming One zero.
2: All right. If you're still with us, that means you're you're ready to talk Star Wars with us. So, Bradley, I feel like we haven't really had like like I I still don't know like what your opinion of the new trilogy is because I, I feel like we just haven't talked about it
1: um yeah uh, like the two of us like i mean i really like star wars i'm a i'm a fan of star wars um and you know i mean i'm not like a i'm not a huge purist when it comes to Mm -hmm. certain things uh yeah i love the original like uh four five six Mm -hmm. um i like the prequels i know a lot of the people are gonna be like what um
2: I didn't uh, think the pickles that bad either. I no, mean, I, I mean, too,
1: it, but it's—I yeah. I feel like it's kind of that purest thought. Like, if somebody who grew up watching the original trilogies, like, no, right. the the new ones are horrible. And but I mean, it's always different. And then yeah. uh, these ones—they're uh, not my favorite. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're—they're probably my lowest of the three trilogies. Um, I agree. I—I I didn't like how they kind of kept flip flopping on ideas, and there was a mm-hmm. lot of stuff cr- like the—the the changing of director. Um, which I don't. Yeah. With certain universes, I can understand, but with the Star Wars universe, it doesn't really quite make sense to me. I don't. I didn't see the necessity of having them do J.J. Um, Abrams for the Force Awakens, and then um, I always forget the director's name, and I apologize. Who, Brian Johnson. Yes, who did? Yeah. um Who did the Last Jedi, and then they were going to have a completely different director for the new one, yeah. the, the Rise of Skywalker, and then I, 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 I guess about that. because of the backlash of having a different director for. The Last Jedi. They were like, okay, no, we'll bring back J.J. Abrams. Well, um,
2: what's what's weird is I think like they just didn't have a a vision for the trilogy, like or at least they had two separate visions for it, you know? Yeah. Um, like I think J.J. wanted it to go one way, Ryan Johnson wanted it to go a different way, and it just kind of messed it messed it all up. But which
1: which I mean makes sense though, but like it, yeah, it's so difficult to do. Like right. it's so difficult to do um kind of cohesive content when you yeah. have different directors who have different Mm -hmm. ideas like like unless you're hiring the director to be like okay this is what jj abrams did and this is how we want to go with it Mm -hmm. you have to stick to this similar idea which a lot of directors aren't going to like that they don't they would like to have the creative thought and Mm -hmm. freedom to be able to just do it however they want so with with stuff like the marvel universe where you have different storylines different Mm -hmm. characters that have different versions of things some are darker than others some are more comedic it's a little easier and then and then. Like with the Russo brothers, you had the Russos do both. They did Civil War, and then mm-hmm. they did Infinity Infinity War and Endgame, which is a great way to keep yeah. them cohesive.
2: And you had Feige too, just like masterminding, yeah, you know, the entire you Feige. thing. And
1: then you have—I um, always forget his name as well—but he played Happy. Like he was oh, there the Fav- whole time. Yeah, Favro. Yeah, yeah. He's a executive producer on all those movies, and he was there yeah. always on the scenes and helping stuff out. So, but when it comes to things like this, it's really difficult. And I know they have said they try to talk to george lucas and have his mm-hmm. input on things but i don't know when you give somebody creative power over a thing you can't expect them to be like you know what mm-hmm. i guess we'll stick with this story so i didn't like that um yeah. they weren't they weren't horrible movies um i return- mean
2: they were fun right yeah like, yeah no, no i yeah. i enjoyed
1: them i mean sitting there watching them like like most movies when it comes to like pop culture and fandoms mm-hmm. and things like that that i enjoy i got goosebumps in certain moments i got mm-hmm. I was on the edge of my seat i was super excited to see things um, and as a as the more villain sided person I am, I I usually okay. like the villains and a lot of stuff. Um, I I did like a lot of the villains in the new trilogy. Yeah. I thought Kylo Ren was very cool. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people were like he's so whiny, but I I, I enjoyed him. And then
2: but by the end, Kylo was definitely I think my favorite of like the new characters. Yeah. By the and, end, yeah, he was awesome.
1: Yeah. But no, I mean yeah, we definitely haven't talked about it very much. Yeah. But we've there's been a lot of stuff, so we've had a lot of pop
0: culture stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. So So okay,
2: so so what was your what was your favorite I and what was your favorite of the new trilogy and then what was your least favorite? Um I probably have to say The Force Awakens
1: was my favorite. Okay. Um, yeah, I
2: agree with that too. That and then my favorite least
1: favorite, favorite. I don't know, man. I, I'm not too. Both of them, I'm not very fond of for two mm-hmm. different reasons. Um, I'm, I guess I'm gonna have to say we're t- the the Last Jedi is probably my yeah. least favorite, but just by like a slight margin. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people who listen to this might be like, "What? You didn't like the Rise of Skywalker?" But I'll go into
2: my reasons for things. I that also I didn't wasn't like. that big of a fan of the Rise of Skywalker, yeah. so. But I mean, I I'm definitely, a,
1: yeah. I definitely enjoyed it. Right, like yeah. I sat there and it's, there was those yeah. moments that happened, like like in all movies where somebody comes out of nowhere and it's super exciting you're like whoa like when uh when Lando came out of nowhere yeah. on, and then the Millennium Falcon I was like yes like it, I got excited I was uh, like up on the edge of my seat watching it and stuff like that
2: Well one of my favorite moments too from Rise of Rise of Skywalker is when like Ray gives um uh Ben the the lightsaber like through the through the force and then they have like those like i thought that was really epic yeah
0: um, yeah, but, yeah
2: different different something. like i mean, I saw rise of skywalker twice so i mean part of me has to at least like it a little bit
1: you know? yeah yeah for sure. but
2: yeah um yeah
1: but yeah so favorite it, in order fa- it's mm-hmm. favorite um force awakens second kind of middle is rise of skywalker then least favorite is the last jedi
2: yeah I, I think i'm kind of the same boat with you um Maybe tomorrow it might be. I might enter. I might change Rise of Skywalker and last. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I, I feel like they're, I feel like those two are like just they're, so. They're neck kind of interchangeable.
1: Yeah. Interchangeable. They're very close. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I so I mean, my big thing is I really enjoyed a lot of the fan service that Rise mm. of Skywalker had. It was great yeah. to see. Like, I mean, that was a big thing about Endgame as well that I loved it. all right. the fan service, all the callbacks, all the interesting information. And then I actually really liked a lot of the set pieces in the Last Jedi the mm-hmm. The final fight between Kylo and Luke, just mm-hmm. seeing them like face off like next to each other, was was pretty epic. Um, and then kind of seeing Ray tap into her true kind of Force ability that she could do when she moved all the rocks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was there's a lot of those set pieces and a lot of those kind of payoff moments that were really cool. But then I think the reason the la- the Rise of Skywalker kind of out interested is because a lot of the fan service like chewy getting the medal he never got
0: yeah and all that, that awesome.
1: stuff um but for sure oh, yeah
2: overall are you satisfied like with the ending uh no <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but that's because like the reason the lore master nickname um yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff that they kind of retroed like and there's a lot of stuff that they kind of didn't play by the rules that have already been established mm-hmm. i know people were like well that's cuz disney didn't establish those rules don't adopt a universe and then change things just because yeah. you want to be more popular. Like, that's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. <laughs> and then yeah. some of the theories that came out I thought would have been much better than how they actually did it. Mm-hmm. But, you eh, can't always be super nitpicky about things. <laughs> like, so so I'll go into detail because, I mean, we've already given the spoiler warning. Yeah. My biggest issue was Ray's lightsaber. Um... I know people have been arguing that it's orange, and some people have been arguing that it's yellow. I lean more towards the yellow because of knowing the backstory of the kyber crystals. Mm -hmm. Um, Orange kyber crystals don't exist. It's been explained in quite a few of the cartoons, Clone Wars and Mm -hmm. Rebels, and then it's also been explained in the extended universe. Um, You can find an orange lightsaber, but the kyber crystal in it is not a real kyber crystal. It's a different organic material like kyber crystals, and they look identical when they're in your hands, but if you look at them under a microscope, they're made up of different like, genetics and atoms, and so you you can actually see that they're not real. But you can put it in a lightsaber, and it will produce an orange blade. Um, And then yellow, I don't like, because (laughs) in the extended universe and in the cartoons, they've made it very obvious that yellow is the ancient relic of the they like Jedi, where you mm. see all the sentinel guards and all those guys mm. carry the yellow, but those aren't their own personal lightsabers. Those lightsabers are actually passed down. As you, When you become a sentinel, somebody gives you a yellow lightsaber. You don't go create one. Um, so, I didn't like that they broke that kind of rule. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of some of the theories that came out, like people saying, giving her a white lightsaber, but showing that she actually cleanses Kylo Ren's kyber crystal and uses that one i thought that theory would have been really cool
0: yeah
1: um but yeah can't always be nitpicky but eh.
2: this is why it's so good to have you on the show because like you're so knowledgeable about this stuff i had no idea about the <laughs> about oh the yeah crystals no, I mean, this I, is, yeah
1: i love like the back information and stuff and yeah. the lower like kind of secrets and stories and that's I, that was one of my favorite things about star wars and i yeah. love the games and things like that and it was like you know what i want to find out more about this stuff and yeah, things have changed since Disney mm-hmm. bought Lucas Arts. Yeah. Um, but some things like, they, I mean, Clone Wars and the Rebels have been going on for the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Like, and those those rules were established in those cartoons, and oh, then yeah. you're just like, you know what? Uh, maybe and they're still else. canon. You know, yeah. like
2: like they made. I know, like they axed a lot of stuff, and were like, oh, like this isn't canon anymore. Blah 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 blah. But they said that Rebels and Clone Wars is still, you know, still yeah. part of it.
1: Yeah. And and the other thing is like, they 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 changed the rule when it comes to kyber crystals, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you were making your lightsaber, yeah. you had to go to a specific planet to find a specific colored kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the rule is all kyber crystals are clear. And when when a somebody who's making a lightsaber, or Jedi Sith finds one, um, it adopts the color when they bond, right? Like it becomes mm-hmm. the color you're supposed to sh- supposed to have um and according to those rules kyber crystals never turn yellow anymore.
0: Mm.
1: And it's like so what happened to her crystal? Why <laughs> yeah. is her crystal yellow? <laughs> Explain that. But uh <laughs> but no, yeah, I would have loved to see like her take Kylo Ren's lightsaber and take the kyber crystal out of it and cleanse it, stop the ble- that stop, been stop the quote-unquote bleeding effect that Siths do, cleanse it and then it would be a white crystal. It would her her lightsaber would be white, gray which was the theory that so many people wanted to see when it first this trilogy first came out was Rey being a grey Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been cool if they would have had that sequence of showing her cleanse it and then showing her build her own lightsaber out of her staff. And I think that would have been a cool way to end it, but, you know, I don't write for Star Wars.
2: Did, did, did you like the whole... Because um, one of the issues I had with it is, I thought that whole kiss between her and Kylo was like was so forced, but it just, I don't know, Seems so you know, weird to me. <laughs> it
1: it seemed very quick. I mean, obviously, yeah. for the last three movies, they've been building up this, like, relationship. They have, like, and,
0: some, yeah, and, connection. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. With, and obviously, you've seen it as how they were, like, in Last Jedi, how they kind of talked to each other through the Force. Right. Um, so they're building up this connection and this bond mm-hmm. between the two. And I think it was more or less of, like, I think it was she realized her like how mm-hmm. she cared about him and how she felt mm-hmm. about him, like because after like Kylo kind of already always knew it, right? He'd been yeah. hitting on her. He was like, "Wow, she's so cute and she's mm-hmm. super powerful." Huh. Um, but I think Ray was trying to fight that idea because she thought he was evil. Mm-hmm. And then when she realized in the end, in in the fight where he helped her,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: he wasn't that he. Real, she realized which what, what he was doing um I think it was kind of an abrupt like realization and just kind of acting on her feelings and emotions yeah it's kind of the my easiest way of approving of it mm-hmm. but no I, yeah it was kind of out of nowhere and I know a lot of people were super happy people were talking about it like crazy they were like thank God it finally happened and
2: I'm like, I mean yeah, people were cheering at my theater but I was kind of just like uh I saw it super right. late
1: <laughs> I saw it super late actually I yeah didn't, I didn't see I saw it maybe two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, some people were like, you could hear some people that were like, yes, and some people kind of like clapped, but there wasn't like crazy cheering. Like yeah.
0: That.
1: Yeah, because I definitely didn't see it quick enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people who were super happy about that. And that's one of those things about fan service. I mean, everybody appreciates fan service, but not everybody appreciates all fan service.
2: Um, all so. right, I'm going to ask you one more question here. about uh, Specifically, because... I'm confused here. How on earth is Palpatine alive?
1: Uh, Well, well, so it depends on what they canonized, right? Some of the extended universes discuss certain things. Um, There's a lot of different theories. Uh, One of the easiest ones is from the extended universe. He started creating clones of himself, right? Because they had the Mm -hmm. cloning technology. And because of his power in the force, and if you remember in the prequels, he talks about the tragedy of... Darth Plagueis the Wise, mm-hmm. and how he learned how to become a mortal through the Force. And okay. uh, kind of how it's how the extended universe expanded on that wasn't that like you live forever, right? Mm-hmm. It was more of that you kind of, almost like what Professor Xavier did in The Last Stand, he transferred his consciousness from his dying body to one mm-hmm. of the clone bodies I see. Is one of the popular theories, and it's actually yeah. how it worked in the extended universe. There is a graphic novel that talks about that, where you actually see they take his, uh the, like, I forget what they're called, his, like, his followers, the ones that were there yeah. on the planet. They took his dying body that they found in the Death Star, they got it out of the Death Star before it exploded, and brought him to his clones, and kind of, he used his connection to the Force to quickly transfer his consciousness and his body and his forced soul, forced Mm -hmm. ghost, to the new, healthier one. That's probably the one I'm leaning more towards, because Mm -hmm. it is been talked about in the extended universe. I don't know if Disney has canonized it as part of their universe, but Mm -hmm. it's either that or he just survived the fall, which I kind of find that one to be less likely.
2: Yeah, because I I just feel like it, it was so random for him to just kind of, like, show, but I think that kind of just goes back to the whole, like, I think like, killing Snoke in Last Jedi, like, I can't help but wonder if, like, J.J. had envisioned him, you know, or, like, they had envisioned him to be the big bad for the trilogy, but then when Ryan killed him, you know, it was like, yeah. well... Oh, who I, we put? I feel <laughs> <You know>? like... <laughs> but,
1: I feel like certain things like that is yeah. less up to your creative desire. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have been something yeah, that true. J.J. Yeah, Abrams yeah, hadn't decided. I think that was probably something Disney decided to do, like, mm-hmm. they're then they were probably like, we're going to kill him in the second one. And that's going to be the shocker, right? Like, that's going to be the mm-hmm. big shock. Because he's already dead. What, who's the big bad guy? Um, but then there's also the theory that Snoke was actually just a deformed clone of mm-hmm. Palpatine that he was controlling and kind of puppeteering. Um, yeah. And that's why it didn't matter that he died. Uh, but, I mean, and it's the same thing, right? They, he did that whole thing where he was like, uh, I've been controlling you from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And you hear Darth Vader's voice. And you hear... yeah. Snoke's voice, and you're like, oh, so it's well, whole time. which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. Um, yeah. and it's very similar to what Wright goes through when she hears all the uh, the Jedi's from the past and mm-hmm. their their voices. And um, so yeah, so I'll, I'll that'll be how I end that question. I don't yeah. know if you have any more, if there's anything you want to specifically say.
2: Um, I guess, I guess for me, what I what I what I thought was was interesting was, you know, Force Awakens Force Awakens was my was my favorite of the trilogy. I, I mentioned that already. Um even though and I do I do kind of share this criticism of Force Awakens how it kind of retreaded a lot of what a new hope was, right? Um with Last Jedi I, as much as I even though I don't kind of like it as much, like I do kind of give it credit for trying to um kind of be something different you know i i feel like a lot of people kind of overlook that when it comes to the last jedi it's kind of like oh like they like they, they bashed force awakens for being too similar and then they bash the last jedi for being too different and it was like it was just really it, it was really weird but i don't know i mean
1: i can i can agree um yeah and it's, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to talk mm-hmm. about, like, the similarities and differences in them. Yeah. Because, like, certain stories, you, when it's when it's a storyline like this, you can't really be super different. Yeah, true. um And people are like, oh, of course there's some random person who's super strong with the Force, and they grow up to be the hero or the villain. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but how else are you supposed to write that? <laughs> like, yeah. are they just supposed to be nobody? Like, what's the point of them being <laughs> strong in the Force if they turn out to be nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So I can agree, and then I think I think I think they took that criticism of being too similar, yeah, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: we're like, we got to make it different. We have to make it different. We we want people to be interested in Mm -hmm. it, but we don't want people to think it's just a rehash of the first Mm -hmm. two sequels or first two trilogies,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and and then people got mad about that. But you know, it's kind of that. It's kind of that thing that no, you can't please you can't please everyone. Yeah, like. And it's, but then it's always the vocal minority. A lot of people like, cause I know people like the star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody has their pro like their, their problems with it. There's always those small details that people are like, you know what? I don't really like this part or I don't really like that part. Like, like the Kyber crystal thing with me mm-hmm. is my least favorite thing about the rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. but it's not the reason I don't like the movie as much as mm-hmm. force awakens. Yeah. Um, there's just, there, I mean, all movies have those small things. I mean, I loved End Game, and there was plenty of moments in End Game where I was like, "Yeah, they kind of changed that." Yeah. But, um, I just think that one's a really important factor, and then, mm. uh, yeah, it's just difficult when you have something so, like, similar to that. Um, I think
2: another thing that people, another people, reason, ah, uh, another I can't talk today. Another <laughs> reason why people don't like Last Jedi was the whole, um uh was Luke's portrayal but I I didn't have that much of an issue with with that either um you know I mean I I think it just and for him to kind of I think Luke's development in Last Jedi and after talking with Rey and he kind of becomes that heroic version of himself again like I I thought that was really cool but um I know a lot of people like had issues with that too
1: yeah but I think it was more my how I looked at it and I don't know I guess this is from like a from mm-hmm. literature standpoint is mm-hmm. he was unsure of himself. Right. Because like when you think about it when um like Luke Luke never really had any proper training when it mm. came to like obviously he trained with Yoda and he trained a little bit with um Obi-Wan mm-hmm. but he never had like a kind of a proper kind of like what all of them went through in the yeah. in the Jedi Academy they didn't like they went through years and years of training and connecting to the force and uh, like understanding the power and how the force works with them and how to making the right decisions and things like that and he didn't truly get that like he got a crash Mm -hmm. course like in how his connection to the force and how to use it so when he sensed that darkness in in Kylo he was like we can't do this again we can't allow Mm -hmm. something like this to happen and he had that poor judgment instead of just trying to be there for for somebody he was training he tried to kill him and that was the Mm -hmm. wrong idea um, and so I think he, yeah, he was unsure of himself. He was like, yeah. I don't know if I really want to do this again. Last time I messed up last time it turned out horribly. They killed all the, they killed all the other students. They destroyed the, the, the school and now they run rampant. Like, um, so I think he was unsure. Then he started to see truly like the power of Ray and mm-hmm. the faith that the people had in the Jedi to save them and decided, you know what, this is... And then I think he thought of Obi-Wan and thought of mm-hmm. making the sacrifice that Obi-Wan made to push him to be the best he could be was kind of similar to what he did with, with Rey. He kind of made that sacrifice and Rey became stronger mm-hmm. with the Force and embraced her power and embraced her role in stopping the First Order. So
0: Yeah. So I agree with that, but... Yeah. I know
1: I know they talked about this uh the other thing is uh, people don't realize this but when Rey heard the voices of the previous Jedi it confirmed that both Mace Windu and Ahsoka Tana are dead in that timeline mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people don't really like that thought idea cuz I know Samuel I mean, Jackson it, doesn't like that thought himself
2: <laughs> but... it it kind of it kind of makes sense though right i mean if they're not if they're not dead they're probably what like like ninety or something, <laughs> they're probably super old at that point. Well, yeah, you know? but I mean,
1: the Jedi, but, the, the power of the Force, like allowed super, like certain people to, yeah, true, true, stay alive but, for so long. Yeah, and I mean, Ahsoka tana might not be too old because we do see yeah, her in yeah, Rebels. Good point.
2: Yeah, and she's pretty young.
1: So, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did see the the article about Samuel L. Jackson yeah. voicing his displeasure for <laughs> finding out that Mace mm-hmm. Windu had officially not made it yeah. to the end of the story. He could have survived the fall in the third movie. But he didn't make it mm-hmm. to the ninth, so I, I know that was kind of people were like, "Oh, but she might not be dead." No, she wouldn't have heard the voices,
2: right? <laughs> it doesn't make sense for her to be alive and heard, uh, and for be, Ray to hear the voice. Yeah, it it doesn't make, make any it. sense,
1: yeah. Um, and I thought it was super cool that they did different voice captures for some of them. Like you can hear mm-hmm. Ben Kenobi, like older Obi Wan. And then you can hear young Obi Wan as well, and I thought that was super cool.
0: Yeah,
2: I I think it was like a really cool Easter egg to have like a lot of those characters in. Because I know I know a lot of people like I love Ahsoka Tano. I'm glad, you know, even if we didn't see her, I'm glad that you know she at least had like a small little like cameo. Like that was kind of cool, you know. So yeah, I completely Um, agree. It was awesome. And
1: I mean, there's certain there's certain characters you never hear talk in the prequels that Mm -hmm. were in the prequels um, that you can hear their voices in that moment, because they talked in, like, the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So.
2: But.
0: Alright. I don't know what else to say. I mean. Yeah, I
2: think we basically hit all the points.
1: <laughs> we could, I mean, we can talk about uh, some of the stuff for the, the series as a whole, the Skywalker saga. Yeah, okay. As a whole, since we still have plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I like all of them. I think it was a great story. I think yeah. I think it was a great story. I know a lot of people were like,
0: eh,
1: I didn't like this. I didn't like that. Hayden Christensen didn't play a good Anakin. And <laughs> like different things. And I thought they all did great. I think Hayden mm-hmm. Christensen was great. I was super excited to hear that they like had brought him back for something that he's doing. I guess he's doing like an Anakin thing for maybe Obi-Wan or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I was super excited when they said Hayden Christensen was coming back for something. Um. But I thought he was great. I love Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan. Kenobi. Oh, yeah. I think he was amazing. Um.
2: So I don't know. I mean, they were. I, mean, great I, I thought, yeah, every, everyone did great. I mean, um, a lot of a lot of uh, iconic characters now. Um, between all nine of these movies, like that's just incredible. Yeah, for um, sure. Like, except Jar Jar, but nah, man. <laughs> <laughs> they they should have done Darth <laughs> Jar Jar because I
1: feel like people would have loved that. I Honestly, like,
2: like I would be really interested in seeing that
1: because I feel like it would kind of. But see, this is the thing though. I would love to see Darth Charter because I think it'd be so funny because of all the like theories that come out that he can't be that stupid, right? <laughs> um, but then so many people would be like, I can't believe. They're making him a force, like like a Sith, and that's why he's so stupid. Like I know people <laughs> would say stuff like that, uh, but I loved that theory when I first heard about it and mm-hmm. saw all the the videos of there. Were like, look how he convinces the people to side with him, and he also waves his hand <laughs> at the same time. I thought that was great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, not a lot of people, not a lot of people like like Jar Jar Binks. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I love all. There's so many iconic characters. You got Qui Gon yeah. Jinn. Obi Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Emperor Palpatine, Padme, Leia. Um, since we're
2: know. talking about since we're talking about characters, should we just jump into our acti- game slash activity? We definitely
1: can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. So for uh, our game slash activity, we're gonna pick our top three Star Wars characters of all time. Doesn't have to be just from the Skywalker saga. Uh, we said that we would include uh, characters from the extended universe. So.
1: And we'll we'll yeah, give a brief we'll, we'll give a brief explanation of certain extended universe characters yeah. that people might not know about. Right, yeah, yeah. like so. I,
2: I think I feel like all the characters I've picked are characters people know. So. <laughs>
1: the only one I've picked from the extended universe, um, I I feel like people will recognize the name now because we mm-hmm. talked about quite a bit. Um, and then I, I have a bunch of honorable mentions which we won't go into because there's too many
0: characters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, so I guess we can start with our third one. Okay. Do to go? Yeah, you can go ahead first.
2: Okay, me. Okay, so for my uh, third one, um, I'm picking a character from the uh, av- from the original trilogy. Very iconic. Uh, I, I went with R two D two. Um, I, I I just I love the droids, man. Like the dro- there's another droid in my top three, but R-R-T- I just always loved him. Like as a kid growing up, he was the character that like I just I I always knew R two D two. Like he was he was the first one I I knew about. First one I I learned about. So. Um, yeah, just a lot of childhood memories with him, so, or with it, or whatever. (laughs) I mean, R2-D2,
1: I feel like R2-D2 is probably the fan favorite droid for a lot of people. A lot of people, a lot of people like C-3PO because of his funny moments and Mm -hmm. how he is, but I think R2-D2 is probably the fan favorite for most. Yeah. Um, my number three is, uh, some, everybody recognizes, I just mentioned him not too long ago, is Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, I was a huge fan of Qui-Gon Jinn. I loved him in the first movie. And as a kid, it was horrible, right? Because I watched that movie when I was a kid. And then he dies. And I was like, what? I was like, I've already <laughs> invested so much into this character in yeah. the last hour. Um, and I love him. I thought he was a great character. Uh, and then seeing more about him in the extended universe and seeing things about him in flashbacks from the mm-hmm. Clone Wars uh, TV series was awesome. And finding out like how much faith he has in the Force... Is super cool. I love I loved that he was so faithful to the Force, mm-hmm. but he questioned the Jedi Council and the Jedi Order. Um, I think, because I mean, I agree with when, when you watch those movies and you watch the cartoons and you read the Extended Universe, you realize that yeah this probably isn't the best way to operate. Mm-hmm. And I love that he was just faithful to the Force and the good side of the Force and understanding the power that it gave and created. So, Qui Jin's my mm-hmm. number three.
2: Cool, yeah. That, that's a solid pick. <laughs> uh, my number two. Is probably the one character in the new trilogy that did not, I, at least I don't think, didn't anger that much of the fan base, uh, and that's BB-8. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say Poe. I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, that was pretty good. oh, I, I'll say I'll say Poe slash BB-8. Can I do that? <laughs> well, <laughs> that you can put, put Poe as a runner-up. We'll all right, the, all right, yeah. No, BB-8 is my number two because, like, literally, like, just literally any merchandise i see of bb8 i have to get like it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> like when force awakens uh first came out i got a water bottle at um at a, at a hollywood studios so they were selling them and then my parents wanted to get rid of it and i'm like no it's a collector's item like you can't like you can't throw it away i have I have so many bb8 merchandise it's ridiculous nice. um yeah so bb number two po. <laughs> runner up poe runner up poe um yeah.
1: My number two is my Extended Universe pick. Um, I, some people should know his name because people have been petitioning that the next movie series is about him. People have been petitioning that Keanu Reeves plays him. And oh. it's Revan. Um, Revan, he's become very noticed in Star Wars fandoms recently. Uh, oh. He's also referred to as Darth Revan. But I love the idea of him. I love his stories. Was a, was a Sith Lord who lost his memory was brainwashed by the jedi started became a jedi fought for the jedi then got his memories back and decided instead of becoming a complete sith would just be like an in-betweener and like fight for whatever he wanted but (laughs) he would fight sith he would fight jedi because he didn't really like he was like he felt betrayed he was like you know you guys lied to me Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) like
1: um and Revan is who you play as in the star wars knights of the old republic game um Spoiler alert if you play that game now, it came out like, I don't know, ten years ago, so <laughs> but uh he's great. Uh Keanu people are like, Keanu reeves should play him. <laughs> and uh um, <laughs> people are hoping that reven is who they make the new movies about. Or at that least be, a, that'd be cool. Or at least a Disney Plus T V series about it. Because I know a lot of people are talking about they want the old republic to be the center of the new movies, and I mm-hmm. think there's been discussion about it, and then if they made a Revan Disney Plus spinoff. That'd be really cool because they've obviously started doing that with a lot of their universes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just be super excited to see him. He's a great character watching that true like split between the light and the dark. Because he's not like a gray Jedi because they're mm-hmm. in the middle. He's more of like, a, oh, you're a bad person. I'm going to kill you by beating you to death with a lightsaber. <laughs> like, so, so Revan is my extended universe pick.
0: Uh,
2: do we know? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sidetrack for a little bit here. Cause obviously we had Rogue One and we had Solo. Do we know like when the next like standalone Star Wars movie is, or like what it is?
1: Uh, I have no idea. I don't know if they've. I thought they said there was supposed to be one that came out this year, but there hasn't been any trailers for it.
0: Because they were doing,
1: they were doing the when well, they released the calendar originally mm-hmm. way back when when they started yeah. doing that whole thing. It was the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. Rogue One, the Last Jedi, Solo and then rise of skywalker and then standalone mm. number three
2: well because it, it, it's weird because like if, if if there is no star wars at the end of this year like what is disney's like december thing right because like avatar is not till next year
0: yeah
1: I, so, I honestly have no clue that's but weird they could put there could be something with the super bowl tonight um yeah.
2: oh yeah that's cool
1: so they could yeah they've got plenty of time i mean when did
2: uh, episode ten? <laughs> Rise of
1: Skywalker's first trailer didn't come out until Comic Con, so they've got plenty yeah, sure,
2: yeah, true that.
1: But um,
0: yeah. yeah, so
2: okay. Uh, anyway, so my number one uh, should I should I list my honorable mentions now just to get them out of the way?
0: Yeah, yeah, you can do okay. honorable mentions. So
2: one. I have two honorable, well, uh, three including Poe, but my other two are um, Baby Yoda, who I adore. <laughs> I just I need to see more Baby Yoda to, for me to put him in the top three, um, and then Dar- Darth Vader. I mean, he's the iconic, right? He like he's a super iconic uh, villain, so I had, yes. I had to at least put him as an honorable mention. My number one. Um, so the reason I got actually into Star Wars um, was actually not from the movies. Um, I actually grew up. Uh, I actually really got into the Clone Wars. So my number one is actually Ahsoka Tano. Um, I yeah loved watching her um, in the Clone Wars. I was so upset when they um, kind of finish, like canceled it or whatever. And then obviously, then she was in Rebels, and yeah, I, I'm like super pumped for um, the final season on Disney Plus. So um, yeah, ah- Ahsoka Tano is actually my number
0: one.
1: Yeah, I mean she's a great character. I loved her in yeah. Clone Wars, and then seeing her come back in Rebels with the uh, mm. with the gray lightsabers um, yeah. and kind of getting your first look at somebody wielding gray lightsabers as a gray Jedi was pretty interesting and very cool um and then obviously your honorable mentions Darth Vader is very true he's the icon like that's the the thing icon yeah that's the thing is people who don't even know Star Wars like when you see his helmet or you even if you hear his breathing people recognize Mm -hmm. who it is in that moment um and then baby Yoda I mean the memes are great (laughs) the Mandalorian is a very good show yeah oh yeah
2: so uh actually another uh, quick little thing um, I'm actually running the uh, Star Wars Half Marathon um, at, uh, at uh, Disney World in April. And my, co- my costume is I'm actually going to go as the Mandalorian and I'm going to get a baby uh, harness. I'm going to put a baby Yoda something. In in the in the harness. Very hopefully, cool. hopefully, bill the bear gets their plushes out in time. Yeah, I I love. But I, I need something. <laughs> another
1: another sidetracking. Um, before yeah. I go into my honorable mentions, and number one is I love the video that came out recently of the little Mandalorian. At oh Disney yeah, I
2: did see that. Yeah, talking, Kylo Ren talking to right? Kylo Ren. I thought that, that was, was awesome. great.
1: That was very yeah. awesome. Whoever was that Kylo Ren? Whoever those actors are in general, the stormtroopers, yeah. Kylo Ren, the the rebels in hiding. You guys do a great job, and yeah. and. I, I, I don't go to Disney very often, but seeing those clips and sometimes just, like, those, you guys do a great job. It's amazing.
2: Well, let me know when you want to go, man. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, my honorable mentions, uh, I have two as well. Um, one some people might not recognize the name of, mm-hmm. but he is in the movies. It's, a uh, Saw Guerrera. Mm-hmm. Um, he was from Rogue One. He was the, uh, the death trooper, um, who kind of changed sides. Um, he's very interesting. He's very cool. Uh, what he does. He's also in, um, the new game, uh, the fallen order. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. got a small part, but he's just a great character. I mean, kind of that character swap from like being part of the team to being like, you know, uh, this isn't the right thing to do. And (laughs) he's just, he's, he's super badass as a character. Like he just kind of doesn't care. He fights on, he fights as many people as he wants. He takes you on. It's like, all right, all right, man, relax. (laughs) And then, uh, my next runner runner up is, uh, It's a specific version. It's um, Donald Glover's Lando.
2: Oh, okay. That's cool.
1: I love Lando. I thought he was a great character. Um, I mean, you only get a few scenes of him from the original trilogy, and you see him a few times in the new one, especially Rise of Skywalker. But I thought Donald Glover's Lando was great. I thought he did Mm -hmm. a great job. Very charismatic. Very quick. He he is what he's supposed to be in accordance to Han Solo, right? Like Mm -hmm. Han Solo when when he's younger is kind of that edgy doesn't know what he wants to do and then he meets Lando and's like I want to be like that guy. <laughs> and and so I love Lando. Uh, so he's my other runner up. Um
2: Donald Glover did like an excellent job with with Lando.
1: Yes, very true. I, yeah. I Donald Glover awesome does an actor. excellent job on everything. He yeah, does. On everything, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> and then my true number one and a lot of people are going to be like, "Of course it is is uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi." Nice. Um I'm a huge Obi-Wan fan. Uh just like Qui-Gon Jin seeing those two characters in that first movie the first time i ever saw star wars um was amazing just seeing them both mm-hmm. together and then seeing and mcgregor do such a good job oh, yeah. as a character and seeing how he grew he just became my favorite character throughout the prequel trilogy um and obviously i saw the old trilogy before i saw like two and three mm-hmm. um and seeing old ben uh was very interesting and then Seeing him in the cartoons of Clone Wars was amazing, and seeing him in Rebels was amazing. Um, so yeah, Obi Wan, he's just uh, his like commitment to the mm-hmm. the Force and the Jedi Order. Even though I'm some of their stuff is iffy, but trying to just be a true peaceful, like a peacekeeper, right? Trying to be yeah. that that person was I thought was very cool of him, and I think he's a great character.
2: They they need to get that show going, man. Honestly,
1: man. Like Like, when they announced it, I was so happy. I was so happy. They were like, "We're making an Obi Wan Disney Plus show." I was like, "Thank you, Jesus!"
2: Like I will I will be so pissed if they cancel that. I I I, I will be so mad.
1: I can't see them canceling it because so many people will get so mad. Yeah,
2: there'd be there'd be riots, and they could make so much money off of it. Oh yeah,
1: like honestly, it'd be
2: ridiculous
1: um so yeah i can't see them canceling it but i i'm waiting for them to be like production for the show has started again like yes um so yes obi-wan Kenobi is my number one cool
2: all right so i guess that's our star wars talk um anything else you want to talk about (laughs) because we're done pretty early did you get um did you get kakarot yet
1: uh yeah yeah I I've been playing it a little bit more. Cool. Um yeah, it's a great game. I've been I've yeah. been really liking it. I've been enjoying it. There's a lot of games going on. There's a lot of games coming out, different mm-hmm. things. It's so difficult, right, as like a big pop culture fan, like yeah. somebody who likes all things pop culture mm-hmm. because so Keeping much happens. Keeping up with everything. Yeah, yeah, so much happens, so much comes out. And then yeah. even just not being a pop culture fan, there's other things I like that mm-hmm. have come out that I'm like crap, I have to go see this movie. I have to go watch this show. Like um <laughs> But no, I've been putting I've been putting in some hours. Yeah. It's been great. I've been enjoying it a lot. They did a great job.
2: This is like my first real dive into like the Dragon Ball universe, and I have to say, I'm actually I'm actually quite enjoying it. Vegeta is my favorite character right now. He's, he's pretty <laughs> awesome. Uh, I think I think I'm about to actually beat the. I think I'm about to beat it, to be honest. But um, yeah, we're we're having our uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot review episode uh, in the I guess in March. So. make sure you all stay tuned for that um
1: yeah and but yeah it's a great game i mean there's so many it's it's so sad because there were so many games i was looking forward to Mm -hmm. to do episodes on and they're getting pushed back and i'm like i know i'm Like, like
2: everything's delayed
1: i'm like please man there's games that were already set to come out these months i was getting those games first like like a bunch of the games Whoa. like my my number one anticipated game, the Gods and Monsters mm-hmm. game. Oh now, yeah. now comes out the same month as um Cyberpunk. I'm like Oh no Bro, what am I supposed to do? Well,
2: what what what's weird is that like this the first half of this year was like originally really like top heavy and then Everything got moved, <laughs> and I was yeah, just like, to "Well, the end of the year. N- now what am I gonna do?" <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's—I don't know, man. I've always like people always are like, "Oh, the best way to do it is do it at the end of the year because it's closer to Christmas." Mm. And I'm like, "Yeah, but if you do it at the beginning of the year, you have less competition." Yeah, like more people get to play the game and try it out, and like, but then they're like, "Who wants to compete with Call of Duty and Battlefield every year?" No, for,
2: for some <laughs> reason, like no one ever releases a game in like June or July. Like for like those are always like the the quiet months, and I'm yeah. like, like you would think that people would release more things there, but
1: yeah, I think they've started splitting, and I also think it's because they don't want to release a game and then go into all the, the expos and and shows uh, and things yeah, that like that sense. as well. Yeah, um, yeah, but honestly, it would be really cool if yeah. they were if they should do stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Like release a full version of a game the day E three happens. Yeah, because then people will be playing the game and watching E three like -hmm. like do it the day you're supposed to be on stage like
2: like like last of us comes out at the end of may and i'm like that's awesome because it's like you're getting off school and you can just you can play that you know it's like for sure people aren't as busy but i don't know you think more games would release there but
1: they just i mean it's it's kind of a new like it's kind of a new fad and new trend Mm. that they release earlier in the year as well yeah true yeah. Like a lot of like indie games would kind of release at the beginning and middle of the year, and then all the big AAA titles mm-hmm. like Call of Duty and like Red Dead Redemption and Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five came out in September. Yeah, right. Like and Call of Duty and Battlefield always come out in Assassin's November, Creed, October. Always, Assassin's Creed yeah. always comes out in um, those months. Star yeah. Wars came out in November.
2: Uh, it's even it, Pokemon is out in, in the fall
1: well no tech uh, yeah well yeah oh, like Hoke, shield yeah yeah yeah. but so so yeah it's triple a titles have always kind of been the end of the year and it, it makes mm-hmm. sense right because the holiday yeah. season's coming up a bunch of people are going to be buying them but like i don't know as an adult i don't only buy video games right in, in the fall yeah. <laughs> right? yeah so and and sometimes like i get through a game and i'm like wow i'm i, I finished this game it doesn't really have replay value because it's not mm-hmm. like one of those lifelong games or i'm getting bored of the games i've been playing for three or four months. Um. Which was like the big relief when it came to like God of War, right? Like God of War came around, God of War 4, when it came out, like I was burning out of the games I was playing. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I've played this for three months. I don't need to play it anymore. And then God of War comes out and I'm like, sweet, I'm going to go play this for 12 hours straight. (laughs) And, and yeah, it's just, I feel like, I feel like it would be a great business practice to be like, you know what? Our Mm -hmm. AAA title of the year is coming out in April.
2: Yeah, right. So. Yeah
1: but I don't know and then movies they, movies have their thing too right like movies yeah. summer summer yeah summer is like yeah <laughs> and I
0: don't
2: know alright well I guess I guess we're done um, yeah,
0: a very, yeah I very guess a short episode
2: yeah shorter episode today um, uh, so for social media uh, you can follow us on twitter I'm at Leshesmore
1: and I'm at LoremasterBrad
2: and then if you want to follow Josh, I believe he's uh, at Joshua Comics. Uh, so make sure to go follow him. Uh, you can reach out to us on Facebook if you search the Comic and Culture Cast. Um, same with uh, YouTube and BitChute. Make sure uh, just look up Comic and Culture Cast. will show up. Uh, next episode, we're going to be doing Birds of Prey. Um, which Ooh. I'm actually quite excited for. Um, I, I, I originally was not, but I feel like the more I see uh, with this movie, I'm kind of like, okay, alright. I'm, I'm kind of digging it. Yeah. As a huge
1: comic fan, like, yeah. it's so cool to see certain... Like, that's my big thing, right, with the mm-hmm. universes that's come out. I'm so, I am I love seeing, like, characters you don't normally hear about get yeah. huge spotlights. And, I, I mean, mm-hmm. everybody knows about Harley Quinn. Everybody knows who Harley Quinn is because of Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's great that it's the emancipation of Harley Quinn. But, yeah. like, I love Huntress. Huntress is a great oh, yeah. character. I love Black Canary. She's a great character. Mm-hmm. And... You're getting all these great looks at these side characters that most people don't know. And I know people know Black Canary because of, like, the Arrow show. Mm-hmm. Um, people might not know who Huntress is. And then you get to see Black Mask and people who yeah, really... Yeah, Black...
2: Are- I- I've been waiting for Black Mask in, like, a movie yeah. for so long. I'm so excited. And, and you get
1: yeah, you get to see Black Mask as, as this villain. And you've heard, like, I, most people's exposure to Black Mask, if you're not a comic book fan, mm-hmm. but you like video games, was... Um,
2: Arkham
0: Arkham Arkham the prequel Arkham origins
1: origins um and that was your exposure to him and he's a great character he's an awesome character yeah and I'm super excited about that being the thing and
2: and McGregor too like that's cool yeah and (laughs) he's playing him I
1: I, but that's the thing is I I love that a lot of these kind of back characters that Mm -hmm. are huge characters in the comic books Mm -hmm. are getting recognized yeah like especially this year I mean Mm -hmm. you've got Morbius coming out as a movie You've got Birds of Prey focusing on a lot of the female characters that are, you've got, you, they're focusing on the Birds of Prey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um, And I just think it's awesome. I think they yeah. do. Usually they do a great job when they kind of invest in these not really well-known comic characters. Because people don't have high expectations of them. Like, the the main audience, don't they're not like, mm-hmm. like, the comic book fans, obviously, are like, don't get this wrong. But, but uh.
2: Yeah, the main people, the main audience, like doesn't the, care. The I mean, they main, they don't they don't know the difference. Right? The main right?
1: people just want to see certain things. and are like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. And so, and obviously, like, and it's harder to do with fan favorites. Like the mm. the thing with Spider Man, people are like, Jesus, it's the fifth Spider Man movie. <laughs> like, and it, it yeah. gets down to that point because you're like, wow, I like this Spider Man better. You can't be like, I liked Huntress better in this movie because you haven't seen her yet. Cool. <laughs> So.
0: <laughs> for,
2: for for me, I'm like I'm I I'm mad crushing on Harley Quinn right now. To be honest with you, I, I've I've come to the conclusion that I think Harley and I would be like the perfect couple.
1: I don't know, man. Like,
2: like I I, I would come home from work being like, man, I pranked all these guys today. She'd be like, that's right, <laughs> like good for you, Lesh. Um, or good then, for you, Puddin. That's
1: what she would say. They're also making the uh, the like R rated Harley Quinn TV show cartoon. Yeah. Um, and I think that looked awesome. My big yeah. thing with this is the person I think I'm most excited for, besides Ewan McGregor's Black Mask, is it? Mm-hmm. it's Mary Elizabeth Winston, who's playing Huntress. And mm-hmm. I love her, <laughs> right? And some people are like, I don't really know who she is. She was Ramona in Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Um, She's just a great... I mean, she was uh, she was uh, the, the villain in Sky High. Like,
2: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Sky like, High.
1: She's, she's a, I, I love her. She's beautiful. She's a great actress. I think it's great. And she's playing Huntress, and Huntress is one of my favorite female characters in comic books. So, so
2: there you go. You take Huntress. I take Harley and <laughs> double date right there.
1: <laughs> but, I, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people weren't excited when they were like, we're making a Harley Quinn centered film. People were like, mm-hmm. eh, why do I need to watch a female character and it's like eh, she's a great comic book character yeah. <laughs> like hopefully
2: hopefully josh is with us next episode hopefully um but uh if not you'll have the two of us at least so yeah so yeah. You'll,
1: you'll be completely entertained by this. lesh because i'm super poor <laughs> um but yeah uh no i'm i'm super excited about these movies and these yeah. episodes and so it'll be great.
2: a i got a lot to look forward to in the like movie wise in the upcoming months
1: to a lot, look like forward Sonic to.
2: And, and then like next month we have a quiet place and
1: I'll also look forward to yeah. movie wise all year.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's
1: a great year. Yeah. But. All right.
2: Well, I guess we're done. Uh, do you want to say the. I Okay. How, I, how are we going to do this? I, I don't know. Do, do you know the Aquaman line? No. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So say wailing wolfish Aquaman, and then re the end of the podcast, and then I'll see if I can remember what Josh says. Say what? I'll just I'll do both lines. Never mind. Okay. Wailing wolfish <laughs> Aquaman, re the end of the podcast. Well, that's just too bad, Aqualad. I guess we'll just have to wait until Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey for the next episode. See ya. I think that was pretty good.